You're listening to Once, episode 110, Lost Girl Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we are missing Jenny. And let me tell you why. She decided that... She is a lost girl. Yes. And she will then be searching for Peter Pan during initial reactions. (laughs) But Jenny wants to save the majority of her thoughts for our full discussions. So she's still a co-host with us on the podcast. Our marriage is still great. (laughs) Thank you for being concerned about that, if you were. But she just decided that she wanted to back out of the initial reactions and save her great perspective for our full discussions, which we do live on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at OnesPodcast.com. But these are our initial reactions. We just finished watching Lost Girl. And we're going to be a bit lost in how we discuss this episode, not like Lost TV show, but we're going to be all over the place because these are our initial reactions. So it's just what stands out to us. You know, the big theme I got from this episode, Jeremy? Jungle. Besides jungle. Identity. Was exactly. Identity. Grasping, accepting who you really are. And also fake swords. (laughs) It was cool to see... (laughs) Snow White wrestle with that and and seeing, by the way, okay, right there. Really cool to see Snow White again. Yes. In Snow White form with long hair. Yes. The whole, she seems like a different character. I don't know why, but she just does. I, I think that she, well, I had no reason to think there would be this kind of identity crisis for Snow White in Enchanted Forest. Right. But I think it kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. it was a question we didn't really ask. But now it's like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. A question we should have been asking is, where did Snow White get this courage from being this uh, princess running away to then taking over the kingdom and this mercy and at the same time, this sense of justice and all of this? Where did all of this come from in that right. same time? So it's cool to see that it it really was a decision of deciding or recognizing who she really is. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing Team 7 back again. Yes. It it seems like they found a lot of ways to bring people who are stuck in Storybrooke into the show, most of which I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not sure where I fall on the whole bell thing. But, uh, but yes, we got the seven dwarves in the story in arguably a more legitimate way than that by showing a time when they actually were around. And, and I love the big brothers thing. I I thought that <laughs> it's like, well, even I, as a younger brother, I was the youngest of four. And when my sister that was just above me in age started being of the age that any guy was interested in her was like, which was like forever. I would throw <laughs> rocks at younger ages and do all of these things like to protect her. And that's kind of reminded me of what, I mean, I'd throw rocks at the boys who would I try to flirt say, with her. I'm not sure what's happening. So I can sympathize a lot with the dwarves because that's funny. I was a brother of a sister too. The funny thing. <laughs> yes. It was 
a little strange, really, because like, okay, he woke her up with true love's kiss. What part of true love do you not understand? But I guess they're just a little overprotective. Yeah. I I really like how we're, we're digging into Neverland or, or journeying into Neverland a lot deeper and getting to see that it's more than just a standard jungle. There are these mysterious magical places or these dark scary places and weird things going on in neverland too like the visions yeah rumpelstiltskin's vision anyway it's a little weird so we are to assume that it's all in his head sort of yeah and bell would have no recollection of this right because she even said you conjured me right Meaning, and that's basically just your brain's way of telling you, this is all in your head, and I slash you, R slash M, fully aware of that. (laughs) Except part of me slash you is not fully aware of that, because you are telling you that you conjured you. Well, what's a guy to do after he cuts his own shadow off? That was... That was weird. Yeah. I was thinking a couple things from that. I was thinking, how come Greg's shadow had to come off his whole person and knock him to the ground, but he was, Rumpel was able to cut it off from his feet the way the Disney version has Wendy sewing Peter's back (laughs) on to his feet. (laughs) I I did think that was great, though, to see him cut it off like that instead of what what else might they have done well you know I, the shadow thing didn't even occur to me at first because it was his legitimate shadow not a cgi shadow so he's standing in front of the rock and i thought he was trying to make a portal appear and failing yeah or some secret passage well yeah that's what i mean yeah. I, I was <laughs> i thought they were going to go through this thing where they show him try 10 different ways to open it and he can't get it <laughs> and then he started cutting at the ground and i thought you, you didn't are see you his... stuck you didn't see his shadow freeze no yeah it froze on the rock i was busy watching the rock for some sort of twisty twirly door opening kind of thing yeah it wasn't quite the it was more like a cut no it wasn't but i was thinking at first that he would do this to like protect himself in some way or (laughs) like a horcrux or something like that from harry potter (laughs) but uh hiding the dagger i mean i guess that's kind of what he did 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 he even say somewhere where even i can't find it? yes that's cool yeah potentially cool and then they cut to the opening sequence thing and they showed what turned out to not be excalibur Mm. sticking out of the rock and i thought it was his dagger yeah. But I also got the Sword in the Stone reference at the same time, and so I thought somehow they were going to be related. They're not. There might have also been a Bambi reference in this. Did you catch that? I did. <laughs> I wondered. I thought, because Snow and Charming were having that conversation, I thought, is he going to like look around and say, what's up, Bambi, or something like that? <laughs> well, I didn't think it was a Bambi reference. I just thought it was a... Oh, Snow White has animals all around her all the time. Well, yeah, I thought maybe one of them would talk to her in some way. We've never seen talking animals other than 
Jiminy Cricket. And finally, a big Lost reference that we can mention without spoiling anyone who's even seen 30 minutes of the premiere. Which is? Which is charming, looking under his arm at his side at a cut. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It looked just like Jack trying to see the cut on his side. Do you think it's poisoned? No. Well, no. I mean, they they showed us the cut. I mean, it didn't a... look that bad if it's not poisoned. You're right. Yeah. So maybe it is. So maybe it is. I'm thinking it would be because then that's what makes it more scary. You know what I got from cut. this episode? Charming is kind of a lying liar pants who lies. Oh. No, I'm not cut. Yes, the sword is really Excalibur. <laughs> Please don't know about Camelot. Please don't know about Camelot. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. But we did get confirmation of Merlin does exist to this universe of Once Upon a Time because Charming talked about Merlin and then Rumpelstiltskin said the sword is in Camelot. Hmm. So true. That could be the great powerful wizard that we once learned about that made the cloak for red. Could be. Yeah. I wonder. Hmm. <laughs> No, I was going to say Camelot and Oz could somehow be synonymous, but I think that's a little silly. They're not very much alike. What do you think is going on between Pan and Emma? It almost feels like a kind of revenge that Pan wants to get. Like, almost like, I want to hurt you so deeply. Mm. Well, in an odd way. Let's see. So he, what he has revealed. He said that. He wants Emma to find Henry, but find him unforgiving and not wanting to leave. And he wants Emma to really be an orphan. And to be able to sympathize with Henry once she does find him. Yeah, I don't know. It makes me think a little bit of the Disney movie Hook, where Captain Hook has Peter Pan's son and kind of brainwashes him so that when Peter Pan's son, I'm sorry, this is a spoiler, but <laughs> it's an old movie. <laughs> Peter Pan's son sees his dad and he doesn't even recognize him really. He's that brainwashed. And it sounds like the same kind of thing is going on here with Peter Pan in a sense saying, I'm thinking it's going to be some kind of brainwash or maybe by taking Henry's heart somehow that it means that Henry will no longer believe in Emma. There's a lot that could happen here. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe they're too linked for Henry's heart to be useful right now. And he has to break the bond in order for this heart of the truest believer to be able to be, you know, I don't know, useful. Yeah. We'll say useful. Since we don't know what that use looks like. There was a Rufio reference in here. The chat room there was. was screaming out to me, which I didn't catch it this time. I wonder if it was one of the it times. It was what uh, Hook did to him. He said, Hook said, remember what I did to Rufio or something oh, yeah. like that. Or, yeah. or I can't remember who said it. One When he was talking to Felix, yeah. fighting with Felix. One of them referenced it. Yeah. Rufio. No. Rufio. No. <laughs> I wonder um 
about that doll. Well, we got confirmation. Yes. Many of us, many of you have predicted this correctly. Thank that the you doll, for not making us wait. <laughs> that the doll belonged to Rumpelstiltskin's or it belonged to Rumpelstiltskin, but was given to him by his dad. And we even had said in either the initial reactions or full discussion for last episode that maybe it was the last thing that his dad gave him before he left. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't drag that one out because number one, it was predictable in a sense. Like if they had made it last week's and everybody had been saying from the first time they showed it that it was something to do with his dad, that would have been a big letdown. Saying it this week was good. Number two, I now realize that while I like mysteries that take a while to unravel, that one was annoying me. And I didn't even realize it until it was sort of answered. I was like, that's a relief because I didn't want to think about what that doll is anymore. It was just annoying. Well, I think... And now it's annoying him. Yeah, I think Pan is controlling the doll in some way. In or order just the to, island is. <laughs> in order to taunt Rumpelstiltskin or just kind of rub his face in it somehow. But then... I wonder, how does Pan even have this doll? Uh, you know, <laughs> we don't have all the answers yet on the doll. Now we know where it came from, sure. Now we know what it rep- represents, sure. Maybe How did Pan get this? Maybe Pan can cause the island to conjure things from people's minds. Like some kind of black smoke or something? Hasn't thought about it in years, but it's still in his mind. So Pan can... Or the island, or or the shadow, or something can pull it out of your mind... It's not even really there, so how could you destroy it? So then, kind of like Bell. Yeah, that's true. It's the not-talking Bell. But... I'm just glad it's not a voodoo doll, because he definitely lit it on fire. But he did even bring the bell, the doll up <laughs> to Bell. Yeah. And there wasn't any kind of like major magical reaction. Well, that's because his mind was conjuring Bell and the island is conjuring the doll out of his mind. I don't know. I'm making all this up, but I think it's plausible. Well, speaking of... I'm conjuring it out of my mind. Speaking of conjuring things out of our minds. (laughs) Listeners, thank you so much for supporting One's Podcast, helping us to conjure this podcast out of our mind with your (laughs) kind donations. (laughs) Specifically this week, I want to thank Dina81, David Newland, Lisa Slack, and Lori Ann. All of them are subscribers, by the way. That means that they're signed up to automatically donate every month. You can donate a one-time donation or donate automatically on a monthly donation, and you can vary your donation amounts. But thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it because with your support, we're able to do things. Let me tell you, just like one of the ways the money is spent besides running the server, which is expensive really expensive but one of the ways that we're able to use the money that you donate to support the podcast is stuff like buying the episodes on itunes so we can download them in their high definition quality and rewatch them later in full 1080p and that way we get excellent screenshots and we're doing everything legally too which uh, that's the way i'd want it to do it anyway so thank you so <laughs> much for your support dina 81 david newland lisa slack and Lori ann Thank you. Thank you. And everybody else, you've heard these names a lot of times, so please extend your thanks to them. And if you'd like to donate to make an episode of One's Podcast possible, please go to onespodcast.com slash sponsor. And thank you so much for your support. 
One other thing that we'd love your support on is please nominate us in the podcast awards. There are two categories that Once Podcast fits under, and that would be the best produced and the entertainment category. So go to oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards to find out how you can support Once Podcast as well as all the other podcasts that we have in Noodle Mix Network by nominating us. But I'll give you the quick lowdown, and that is go to podcastawards.com to nominate you can only nominate once so you only have to do this thing once through october 15th put once hyphen once upon a time podcast with the web address oncepodcast.com under both the best produced and entertainment categories but we also have podcasts for the other categories like people's choice business education uh, religion inspiration technology so please go to oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards to find out how you can support all of our podcasts and nominate them. And if you'd like to be reminded when the voting starts, the daily voting, please go to that same address, oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards, sign up on the email list. And I promise you that's the only thing we will email you about, but that way you'll be reminded every day when the voting opens to go and vote for our podcasts that make it into the finalists. Thank you so much for your support last year. We won an award from one of our other podcasts last year. That just blew me away. Thank you. We couldn't have done that without your support. Please help us again this year. And thank you in advance for your help. Check it out at oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards. I loved seeing the magic mirror again. (laughs) That was hilarious. (laughs) At first it was like, okay, nice reminder, especially for people who didn't watch season one for some reason. But how long are we going to spend recapping the waking of Snow White? And then there was the running. Then it all made sense. There was the <laughs> the running with the mirror. <laughs> that was great. So awesome to see. Let me try and pronounce his name correctly. Giancardo Esposito. Nope, he already failed. Gi- Mr. Esposito. <laughs> Probably still failing. <laughs> it was so great to see the genie again. <laughs> yes. Jen Carter. Uh, I, Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. If you're listening to this and I can't pronounce your name correctly, please call in yes. 903-231-2221 and say, hi, this is, and say your name. Speak and say, your name. You're listening to oncepodcast.com. That way we will always know and how we'll, to pronounce it. And we'll put your name, just the recording of your name on the soundboard. And anytime we need to say it, we'll just, you yeah. know. Yeah. Any no. other cast members or <laughs> anyone who works on the set of Once Upon a Time, your calls are very, very welcome into us 903-231-2221 that number's on the website too but yeah great to see him back we'd heard that he would be back or we would see him again not necessarily that he would be back but that we would see him again so it was great Mm -hmm. to see that i'd completely forgotten about that rumor and that spoiler yeah so it was great to see him again and (laughs) introduced in quite a way at first i didn't recognize the mirror i was thinking is that someone's head (laughs) (laughs) i reckon well i recognize the voice and you know most mirrors don't ask not to be dropped at least not so that i can hear listeners i i'd love to hear your perspective on what's going on with hook and emma this time and i say this time because it seemed to me that Hook was different when he was flirting with Emma this mm-hmm. time. Instead of his, I'm the most dashing pirate ever and you should love me, because yes. all the ladies do. This time, it actually seemed like genuine concern and somewhat feelings of love for her. 
he likes her <laughs> and yeah. he wants to kiss her. It's the difference between, <laughs> you know, boys throwing mud at girls because they like them to boys treating the girls like ladies. But here's the thing. He can only start to have feelings for her because no one has hired him to cut her throat. <laughs> Had somebody been offering him money, he probably would be leaning that way. And everybody's going to hate me now. And probably because there's no Neil in the picture at the moment. Right. And they, I think they might be setting this up to be some kind of triangle, but not really. Because I think they want to set this up so there's some kind of conflict. That when Neil gets back, it's not just going to be like, oh, Neil, I missed you so much. That would be Emma saying that. Yeah. But uh, no Neil this episode. No present day fairy tale land. No yeah. storybook still. True. 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 Yeah. And, yeah, and I hope our that doesn't story. mean next week there's no Neverland. <laughs> and it's just like all enchanted forest. And well, if there's some storybook, that'd be okay. I just don't want all enchanted forest modern day. Well, if they did it, if they told an amazing story, I would love it because yeah, there was okay. an episode of uh, another TV show, Lost, that <laughs> had showed none of the regular characters. Right, but and, that, yes. but it was one of the most amazing episodes. I thought some did, some didn't. I I agree. Yes, so but I don't know how often that can be done. Yeah, so they could do something like that here and give us like an outside perspective and it could be really awesome. Yeah, they could. That's true. Um, yeah. And since people are still referencing my comment about Hook <laughs> in the chat room, I will say I just still have that image of Hook about to strike Bell dead in my brain. It is just there. It was yeah. quite, it was sort of traumatic, I suppose. So I have not forgotten. But he does seem like a man that's changing. It's probably been several way. hundred years, but you know, or has it? I can't keep no, the timeline straight. That was after he came back yeah. from. Yeah. So it's been okay. weeks. Or what? So. No. Oh, wait. I mean, in months. the tower. In the tower. In Regina's tower. Oh, okay. That, Yes. That but it wouldn't have been, been hundreds of years because Bell has... 29 years. Yeah. Yeah. A few so. decades. Mostly frozen. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Some uh, cool things, I think, that will come from this episode. I like that they're moving the story along nicely. Right. And I can always appreciate that when it doesn't seem like they're introducing things just for the sake of filling time. This didn't feel at all like a filler didn't feel epic, but I think it, it carried the story very nicely. Um, yeah, for the most part. I think the only thing that gave me pause was the llama spell. Wait, no, llamas have hooves. Never mind. Joke fail. No, the map. And of course it was, of course they were on the other side of the island. And of course someone had to throw out... There are probably going to be many obstacles, probably at least eight major obstacles. <laughs> and we're going to, we're just going to, you know, we're going to take them one obstacle one week at a time and we're going to make our way across the island. No, I actually hope they make it to that X within two to three episodes. 
I can prove see them me doing wrong, that. children. Prove I can me see wrong. them doing that. <laughs> and then once they get there, though, we have to spend a couple episodes there. Yes. Because there will be some kind of conflict, major conflict, because yeah. we have yet to see Rumpel go against Pan, which, by the way, Pan, yes. we're really getting to see his mischievous side now. I really like him. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's doing a really good job. He is. Yeah. Good job, Robbie K. And, uh, but yes, let's not, uh, let's not spend the entire arc just getting across Neverland and then wrapping it up when they get to the X. That would just be kind of, that'd be a little weird. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll still be fun, but. I think we see a little bit more resolution between Emma and her parents in this episode. Yeah, which is good. Another week of just just fighting would have been a little tedious but even even in the midst of all this it's like they had their emotional moments but then there's just kind of the the calm just living with each other i guess you know there's they're being pleasant to each other and it's kind of uh you could call me mom and she wasn't like no i'm not calling you mom because blah 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 it was just kind of like well yeah, you know, that was a crisis. I, I thought, as soon as she was saying that, I was thinking there are two ways you could go with this. Either you say, call me Snow, and then we can finally stop calling the characters by their storybook names. <laughs> or, I know I knew she was going to say Mom. It's so. like, guys, her real name is Snow, and Mary Margaret is such a mouthful. And it begs to just have sister on the beginning of it, so... Let's call her Snow, please. Just well, that's Snow. That's how Emma knows her, so that's why I know. it's stuck. I guess so it Mary would be stuck. They could just she could just do a like, like a Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda thing, and just call her Mayor. <laughs> yeah, sure. Speaking of Mayor, <laughs> Regina is really coming out in on bad terms. <laughs> Not Mayor, but that's okay. Yeah, former Mayor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked. Well, Regina was another part that was good about going back to olden days in Enchanted Forest. Seeing all of the characters in their sort of classic forms was fun. Mm-hmm. I'm liking that. Liking to see, yeah, reminding us really of this is something we haven't really experienced since it was barely touched on in the second season, really. All this. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, some here and there, but um, great to see going back to it. It kind of felt like we were tying this back to the first season right? quite a bit, which I liked feeling that. Although at this rate, I wonder if we're not going to see the actual retaking of the kingdom until like the series finale. Well, <laughs> I know. I I kind of thought we were done with that story as much as needed to be. This was a nice, I don't know, a nice little side trip character revelation more than yeah enchanted for a story revelation. it helps enhance the picture yes you know what else helps enhance the picture your feedback listener we <laughs> want your feedback please send us your feedback your theories and what you think might be coming from all of this any easter eggs or special things that you found email us feedback at onespodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 you can also go to oncepodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website. If you send us an email, please put in the subject line, Lost Girl. Somewhere in the subject line, that doesn't have to be the only thing that you say, but just make sure Lost Girl is in the subject line. That way, 
Slurpees108, who helps us sort our email, can sort those out very easily to know what is feedback for this episode. And big thanks to Slurpees108 for doing that. And also thanks to Aaron J for writing the show notes for tonight's uh, initial reactions, which you can check those out and comment on what we mentioned here in this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 110. Jeremy, did anything else stand out to you in this episode uh, to bring out in our initial reactions? Hmm. I know I'm going to catch a lot more stuff when we rewatch this for our Wednesday full discussion. Can't think of a whole lot. The <laughs> the battle with the Lost Boys was kind of funny. Kind of like, why do we even have that battle? <laughs> well, I think it was more to prove a point or in a sense, kind of like discipline. <laughs> like you broke the rules. Now you have to be disciplined. It was just a buzz. Well, except for Charming. He might die. But you know, I don't think he will. Well, I guess he could. He could. He could. I think that one of our they really main to characters kill him originally. Yeah. <laughs> one of our main characters will probably die. You think before, so? Yeah, before this um 11 season arc is finished. 11 season arc. That'd 11 episode arc. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that really is neverland like, guys it's neverland abc has agreed that the show will never end and we will never leave neverland ever oh well also i want to thank arma from the united kingdom for leaving a kind review for us in itunes thank you so much for that it really encourages us and it helps other people find the podcast too so please if you have not left a review yet please go to oncepodcast.com slash itunes to subscribe with itunes or write a review for us we really appreciate those so thank you so much for that and i'm really excited to announce our wonderland podcast has launched now Woot. as of right this very minute while we're recording yes. it's not available on itunes yet Aww. but it will be probably by the time that you are listening to this it will be in itunes so you can go to wonderlandpodcast.com slash itunes and subscribe that way and here's what we would love for you to do let's give this thing a blitz which i hope i'm using a sports metaphor correctly oh my god i'm not a sports fan but please <laughs> everybody go and subscribe as soon as it's available on itunes follow us on twitter at once podcast to see when we tweet that it's available and it will also be on the blog but please go and subscribe to it on itunes and leave a rating especially write a review for us so that way once this thing launches we could get a dozen a few dozen maybe even a hundred ratings and reviews as soon as we launch that way we can get a lot more listeners and bring more people into this community to share the fandom with us and a great way to participate in the fandom is go to the forums at oncepodcast.com slash forums. You can talk about Once Upon a Time and Once Upon a Time in Wonderland over there. And everything will be on the same site, basically, at oncepodcast.com. But you can get to the new podcast when it launches at wonderlandpodcast.com. But you can already listen to the episodes through the website. Shh, that's but it's going to cost you. <laughs> Not really. And remember, please send us your feedback for our full discussion, which we'll do live on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And we always appreciate it when people hang out with us on Sunday nights to chat during the episode and 
chat during our live initial reactions. We've got over a hundred people watching and chatting live with us right now. So you guys are so awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And please continue to connect with us outside of here. We're on Facebook, on Google Plus, of course, our website, oncepodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at oncepodcast. And you can follow each of us on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And also follow my wife, Jenny, on Twitter at Jenny's Nook. And check out our new podcast in the network, Welcome to Level7.com for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Until next time, remember, admit the truth, and you'll see the true map too. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our donators for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.